1: Shot, burst. Shot,
2: burst. Shot, burst. Shot burst. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we're talking about Titan AE Space. Space never changes. <laughs> this movie Train came out in 2000. Day.
1: You know year uh, I
0: didn't think about that.
2: <laughs> Directed by Don Bluth and Gary Goldman. Not Gary Oldman. Gary <laughs> Goldman. Or Gary. Is Coleman. he yelling at a cloud? <laughs> <laughs> uh, written by Hans Bauer, Randall McCormick, Ben Udlin. I thought I saw what's his face as I was on here too as a writer. Yeah. Yeah, I Josh it was weed. A screenplay. Yeah. Right. You could. Yeah. You, could like,
0: you could see some of the the weed and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh
2: starring Matt Damon, Drew Barrymore, Matt Bill Damon, B- Bill Pullman, Jim Brewer, uh, a bunch of other people here you guys may know. Uh, Janine Garofalo, John Leguizamo, Tone Loc, Nathan Lane. <laughs> Let's do it. Check if Jim Brewer got
0: like
3: anyway. Oh, fun fact on the trivia, Josh Wheaton was braiding uh What's her face? Drew Barrymore, and then they had to tell him that that was just a drawing. That's just her
0: character.
3: <laughs> just, it wasn't a real person. That's not here. her. Yeah. So, but they let him go on just. So and that and he, also that she, she would she wouldn't it. sleep in the meeting, but that was <laughs> yeah. She's the drawing, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fuck you, Josh Whedon. All right, Alex, <laughs> this was your pick. What's your history with this flick? Um,
3: this came out. In 2000, like we said, but that was around the time when, yeah, 3D was becoming, like, the big thing, the it thing to do in movies, and it was inevitable that it would be combined with 2D animation, and it looked really interesting. Um, I always like sci-fi epics, and Don Bluth movies, you know, were so different from the Disney, like, formula that... uh I was pretty interested in this, and I eventually went to see it in the in the movie theaters. And uh, yeah, for the most part, I kind of liked it.
2: Back then, today we'll see. <laughs> All right, uh, Scott, what's your history with this movie? Uh,
0: I saw this in, I, I think, I think you just saw it at home. Like I, one of those movies, a vague memory of the theater, but I think it was a. Uh, one of those HBO Saturday night things. Mm. Uh, and I, and I really liked it at the time. I really liked it at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, since, you know, like Alex kind of alluded to it, it, they, they took a, a really big swing here. This was supposed to be the, the movie that saved Fox animation studios. Yeah. It did, uh, did that's not work. so crushing. Um, you know, watching again with our, with our now expert critical eye, uh, <laughs> You can see, like, where perhaps uh, the, the Fox animation producers were, like, insisting on some, certain things. Or just people at Fox in general. Uh, but we'll, we'll get more into that. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh-huh. Uh, my history, I, I swear I did not see this in the theater. Alex has mentioned numerous times that he saw, I saw it with him. I don't remember, but I know I saw it. I thought we didn't. At release time, like either when it first came out on home video or I saw it in the movie theater, which is it stands out because I don't like animation, but I think I mean we were starving for any kind of space stuff. This is two thousand, right? So I just saw Phantom Minutes and I was like, ugh, maybe this will be good. I don't know, because <laughs> there really wasn't as much stuff around back then. So I remember I never watched it. I remember being okay with it, and then uh, I'm sure we'll get more into the animation style. But this always. I don't remember this or Futurama, where you have the computerized ships, right? The movement of the ships is yeah. always different and more fluid than the actual animation of oh. the characters.
3: Yeah, yeah, because it's all yeah CG to save time. Yeah.
2: So I just remember that, and I don't. I'm, I forgot when Futurama was before this, right? By a year or two, or no? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, we talked about it, and like I always mentioned before what I most remembered most about this was that. Creed was then all the commercials and soundtracks. Whenever they showed this trailer, they were yeah. playing Creed songs. And, and, and then when I watched it, none of it's in there, but it's like wannabe Creed. Like they didn't get the movie rights for Creed. They didn't have generic '90s rock. I don't know. We can talk more about that later. But we, we will. Um, all right. Well, let's get into it. As usual, we talk about seven items from the movie. Alex, what's your number seven? Uh, it should be Scott going first. No, it's your movie. Nope. Scott's movie. movie? Yep. Oh, it yeah. is. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it you? I I can see the
3: confusion <laughs> because yeah, this is totally a movie that I would put on my list. Yeah, yeah. I just assumed. All right, Sorry. The next animated feature is, is mine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, my number seven, Jeff. You were just talking about it. Uh, the soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> I, I I have a a special place in, in my heart for the soundtrack. Uh, in hell or what? Yeah. I, I I
3: I I like it. I have a special okay. place for it, but it's
0: not in my heart. I'll tell you that. <laughs> there's some really good like like '90s. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, like, it's '90s all right. Um, <laughs> but no, like I I legitimately like some of these tracks. Uh, I'm just running down the the artist list real quick. Quick, there's lit. Uh, yep. Not one of the songs, though. Uh, in this, um, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> uh, there's a Power Man Five Thousand song. There's Fun Loving Criminals. What? No, I would have liked that song. Which song was that? <laughs> the End is Over. I forget which one that is. Who uh, did the Cos- End is Over?
2: Who <laughs> did the Cosmic Break Castaway song? The,
0: the Cosmic Castaway is by Electrosy. Oh, so I've never oh heard of that. God. Like hmm. uh, outside of this one song. Um there's a Texas song that I really like, the, the Like Lovers song. Uh, the Not Quite Paradise, uh by Bliss Sixty Six. Uh, there's a Jamiroquai song. Uh there's a Luscious Jackson song. <laughs> Virtual insanity. It wasn't that one. Uh, so yeah, the soundtrack slaps, as the kids yeah. say. Uh but yeah, you you can you can tell that this is completely studio driven. like we've got that oh, yeah. we got Matt Damon, we got uh, Drew Barrymore, we gotta gotta have something for the kids here because I cannot imagine Don like Don Bluth like, being like okay these are the songs that I want. <laughs> like, yeah, not, not that that's how that ever happens, but I, I'm sure like the director has more of a hand in that stuff usually. Like um, they just just kind of inserted all that stuff in here uh, mm-hmm. for the kids. <laughs> uh, and I, I I can't as much as I like it I don't I don't think that it works for the most part. Um, again, I like a couple of the songs, but yeah, like a lot of it feels out of place, um, anachronistic. Uh, there, there was the one song that sounded like, like Jeff was saying, like uh, trying to copy stuff. There was the one yeah. song that sounded kind of like Blink One Eighty Two, but not really. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just trying to capture that 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 that, that's, that sound. Um, I think that's, that was all arranged by a, a guy named uh, Glenn Ballard. Who is like a big movie producer around that? Time. Not, not, not movie producer, music producer around that time. Um, so they, they, they went along yeah, and everything. Great job. <laughs> I mean, I liked it. <laughs> so overall, anyway. Uh, that, uh, yeah, yeah.
3: That, that's why it's your number seven. <laughs> that's that. That is why it is my number
2: seven. Uh, there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, my number seven is I hate the fucking music in this movie. <laughs> um, well, I'll just say this: like, yeah, the music it was. It started off so bad. Like, it was kind of cool seeing the uh, not the very beginning, but when it kind of flash forwards to present day or whatever. To um, okay, this movie is Guardians of the Galaxy, in, in a lot of ways, um, and that's why the music. Like they did it, they did it wrong, but it could have worked. Right, the formula was there. It definitely felt like uh, yeah. you said it was definitely a studio push. But Gardens of the Galaxy, Galaxy is huge with the music, but it works there. And it's not forced; it's part of the story, I guess, which makes it work. it's what, better what, music?
0: What's the, the the term for how they they play the music?
3: What was I was asking about this today. Uh, Instrument?
0: No, there, there's there's a term for it where the music that you're hearing is also well, like being source. heard. Is also being heard by the characters at the same time. I think it's just source
2: okay. music. I think it's called when the music source music. So like, yeah, it's part of like in Pulp Fiction a lot of times, right? Like it's, I think it's called source. Anyway, the music is awful. The very beginning when he's like in line to whatever he's doing, go get his grub. And just that music, I couldn't even tell what's going. It was so distracting for the most part. It was so bad. I did not like it, but I kept thinking they were kind of ahead of their curve in this. Like, music does go with this space genre thing that you're doing, but you just did it wrong. Mm-hmm. And it also felt just like a huge studio note, and that's why it didn't work. It wasn't... Yeah. The, the, the creators did not want it in there, and so it's just weird. One of those, maybe a... No. The, the producer just said, yeah, we got a young cast. This is... We have people breaking necks, and this is not for kids. This is for young adults. And, it just you know, gets dark at point, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, so this is not awesome. a this is not a Pixar movie or whatever so it even though Pixar movies were just barely a thing back then so I don't know I just really didn't like I think it would have been better with a more natural Star Wars Star Trek score than whatever here or something different it just didn't work okay so the the,
0: the term is diegetic assuming I'm pronouncing that right anyways it's uh, called okay. Dianetics and the Scientologists <laughs> want you to believe that
3: yeah yeah that's in Mission Impossible. The, the the whatever one we're on. The <laughs> where Tom Cruise jumps into a volcano. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got to be careful. He's got to take his insulin because he's he, Dianetics. Dianetics.
2: Yeah, got it. He's got six stage, Alex, stage, <laughs> two. <laughs> stage two Dianetics. Yeah. You're level seven, Dianetics. 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 <laughs> My <Am I, laughs> level seven, level seven,
3: level <laughs> seven. is uh, actually not the music uh but it's it's coming up uh but it is that because you know because of my career i i really it really bugged me that the 3d mixed with the 2d was kind of wonky specifically when they were holding guns why i mean i get it they wanted everything that was mechanical and made of metal and everything 3d and they stuck with that style but but when they're just holding a static pose holding a gun, like holding somebody up, and the 2D and the 3D just, uh, they're wobbly and it doesn't match, and that always just nails on a chalkboard for me. And I understand it was a very new technique back then, uh, new technology going into it. But that little bit right there, every time I saw it, I was like,
0: oh. Alex, let me ask you. Yeah. How, how do you feel about every shot of them running upstairs? was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yep, yeah. i so like if right. you just said the stair Elaborate. thing I would understood like the gun thing like, I get what you're saying the mm-hmm. the stair thing I think was much more noticeable though no yeah, I have rotoscoping up there too
3: on my list is so, that what you're referring to the rotoscoping
2: like I always felt there and the, and some the wonkiness
3: other... of the 3D too but there there is a, a fair amount of rotoscoping in this one because I think it was just time constraints.
2: But is that what you're referring to, Scott? as rotoscoping? Hello hello Scott.
0: Sorry, we th- lost him sir there was uh, some some uh, outer noise anyway the uh, I, <laughs> I don't think it was rotoscoping. I think it was they used computer to use like different camera angles and they would yes. they would do that while characters were running upstairs. And it never quite oh, looked natural. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Um, and they did it like a bunch of times when um, they're all on like the bridge of the the ship. Um, yeah, just yeah, 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 It never quite jived.
2: I noticed was, a couple times going upstairs too, but I wasn't sure if the same thing you're talking about. Just the animation looked a little wonky to me. But it's always been Don. I talk about this more later. Don Bluth's animation has always been a little. Weird to me, which it's, I want to talk about different. later. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a different style for sure. Alright. Anyway, all right, uh, number six is Scott. Okay. Oh. Uh, alright uh,
0: number six was the the smart guard gag. Uh, <laughs> that was a good joke. You know, one of the things I remembered. Um, I think this is probably one of the Weedon things, if I had to guess. Uh but uh, yeah, just subverting expectations there, uh, and uh, yeah, it's just like I said, it was, it was a good gag. Um, I, Which I like. Which part? I even remember. What are you guys talking about. So they they go to rescue Akima, and they're in the yeah. slave section, and yeah. they show up, and they they have Corso, Bill Pullman's character, like pretend that he's a slave. And yeah. they yeah, have okay. uh, they flame telling him he's a slaver and then whatever Stith Gene uh like she's just got like bed sheets on and they try to talk the way <laughs> past the guard and the guard like basically breaks down like why they're all full of shit like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's okay. actually like very like cutting observations from him and yeah, uh, and they just wind up using brute force just to, to get past yeah, him. do we have a plan B <laughs> they did it just this way <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not much more to say about that. It was just, uh, it, was, it was clever. Um, yeah, again, we, we see this like sneaking past the guards or whatever a million times. So this was a, a fun way to subvert that.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my number six, this is also something that I, for, I forgot about it, but as soon as I saw it, I remembered it. And it may have been the trailers. It was one of a few different uh, Star Wars references in this, but it was mm-hmm. should I get out and push part. Um I thought that was pretty cool, I, t- I totally forgot about that and this is back, I mean 2000 like I said, Phantom Menace had just come out but it was still rare to get Star Wars references in movies and TV shows I feel as it is nowadays um, yeah it was that and then also the other Star Wars reference later on when um, Groom or whatever it came out like Harrison Ford Millennium Falcon to save during the TIE Fighter fight basically that was pretty cool
0: yeah. So, so I'm I'm gonna also praise, like, no idea if this is true, but praise Whedon for the the smart guard bit, and then I will curse his name for the "Who's your daddy? Goon is your daddy." Oh, like, yes, it's instantly terrible. like th- that was not a good line to begin with, but just what what, what we call a time maker
3: <laughs> like just just does not age well. You think Leguizamo might have just
0: uh, ad-libbed that one in the recording studio? Huh, he could have. Like, I, I, Leguizamo does have that kind of energy that he would do something like that, but...
2: There um. was a, some of the dialogue, too. Like, when when they talked to that little family on Nowhere, or wherever that planet was they were on, and, like, <laughs> uh, the girl was leaving, and she goes, Later! Like, it just it just it stuck out. Like, yeah, eh, there was, there was some...
0: Other like weird lines like early on when Goon's licking his hand and uh, Matt Damon says, "I'll tell you a secret. This guy's nuts." Like that was a weird line. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know what they like who thought that was gonna be mm-hmm. funny. But
2: when Groom Goon whatever his name is comes out of, <laughs> "I'm done for my nap. My my fake death." <laughs> I, come out. Yeah, I was I'm, like, "Oh back. shit! I think
3: he's dead." Oh, he's, was... he's alive.
2: It was pretty funny. Ben surely went low. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex, number six.
3: Oh, before that, you missed the little Death Star that was on the uh, on the refugee ship? Yeah, I guess
0: I did. I didn't catch that. <laughs> there it is.
3: Yeah, one of the parts of the refugee ship was a sphere, and a little sphere concave on the inside of it, it kind of looked like a Death Star. <laughs> my kids noticed it right, right away. Yeah, well,
0: there you go. Anyways,
3: my number six is the 90s jams were kicking my ass. <laughs> there
0: we go. You're rocking <laughs> out so hard. That...
3: Ah, fucking shit. The, Pop the sweat one... on. Uh, <laughs> or tied it around my waist. I gotta tell you, but the one that really made me just roll my eyes and like groaned so much that my apartment shook
0: <laughs> was when he
3: was finally flying the ship. And the song was talking about how he was flying the fucking ship. Yeah. Oh, my God. A lot of the, a lot of the songs... Are, boosting
0: the, third
3: and, the third and getting on target, shoot disaster really. Right. A lot of
2: the this songs This is were, the 40-minute mark of the movie where I'm flying <laughs> the ship. Yeah, there, there,
0: there, there were... Uh, a, a few of the songs were... <laughs> <They're> <laughs> a little nose. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, there was like... The, I think it was a Luscious Jackson song that was like, come back down to Earth, come back down to Earth. <laughs> Uh, yeah. like said the beginning uh, cosmic cast Castaway." Away at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus I think, I think the power mm-hmm. man song was the one when they were like escaping and it's like I, we
3: got a group
0: going out or whatever it was. Uh, it was they should have played the
3: perfect drug <laughs> i don't think that's a power man song though <laughs> i think that was the nine inch nails anyways superior band
0: <laughs> all
2: right uh, uh Scott number five.
0: Uh, my number five is the stunt casting here. Um, yeah, I, I, I get that, you know, they're trying to do everything they can to to do something that generates money, not just to save the studio, but just because, you know, the movie production company, they, they want to make money. Uh, and yes, this, this this is a a good example of, of why it's just not necessary. Um, yeah, if you, if you can get like a well-known actor and they fit, great. Like case in point, something like Wreck-It Ralph. Um, I think John C. Riley is is good, and Sarah Silverman are, are really good, like playing their respective characters. But here, I I, I don't think Matt Damon's bringing anything to this. Um, I like Drew Barrymore a little bit more, um, but not by a whole lot. <laughs> um, you know, Nathan Lane here is. Is actually a weird case because um, much, a much a much bigger at name like at this was point. Great. What what's that?
3: No, he did a great job.
0: No, no, he was really good here. But uh, yeah, like he a much bigger name now. You know, he had the recognition from uh, obviously Lion King and, and a few other things before this. Um, yeah, like he he's like legitimate voice actor. Um, I like I like Bill Pullman here. I think is actually like good casting. He's kind of like that gruff. I think that I think actually really fits the character. Janine Garofalo is terrible, uh, <laughs> like definitely the the weakest yeah. part of all this. Um, you know, John Leguizamo is, is is good, but he uh, some of it doesn't work. Like all the, the wheezing and gasping and yeah, it's it's not endearing. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but I, I, like I he's he's fine good. though because he's he's more of like a character kind of actor. Um, but yeah just like oh we'll, we'll throw the two of them in there and then you know make you know this is the height of young Matt Damon Matt Damon uh, mm-hmm. so um, yeah just you know I don't, I don't think Hollywood's ever going to learn this lesson because um, the problem is it's like it, it doesn't hurt a lot of the times um, you know I, we, yeah. I'm sure there's like a lot of a lot of these things where you can be like okay well they we got a celebrity and and it didn't make the movie any worse. So. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: uh, and then, if it's successful, they they note that as one of the things that made it. Yeah, successful. or they, oh, the it was all the stunt casting. In the, market. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: I oh, yeah, the yeah, I mean, yeah, the execs. I'm sure I'll take credit for it at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: so I I agree with everything I was just saying. I have a couple questions out of this. So let's go back to the beginning of Pixar. Tom Hanks right? and right, and what's his fate? Right. Now. Tim Allen. Would Pixar in general, with, with Toy Story, would have been as, as successful without those two names at the beginning, or is that stunt casting that brought people in, and then all of a sudden they found yeah. out, hey, this is I, these are great stories, I, we don't need those voices anymore? But if they didn't have them, then maybe they wouldn't have got the money, and therefore, like it's it's it's, oh, it's yeah. tricky, they, I think. Yeah, they I,
3: definitely, I don't think would have gotten.
2: As big of a budget
3: as they did, even though it was probably minuscule.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and if we really want to analyze it, like, like Tom Hanks is fine in those movies. Like, he, he does a good job with it. Um, like, I, 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 I barely kind of remember him in those movies, though. Like, I feel like Tim Allen is, is really doing a character... With, but I saying taking
2: yourself back to '95, Scott, when yeah. Pixar was, you know, this new type of animation. You kind of, ha- yeah. I would think, you kind of had to do that just to get people there. And then, like you said, then you people come. For, you come for Hanks and Alan, and then you fall in love with the characters and the story and the writing, and then that leads you to other Pixar movies that don't yeah, it's, have it's, it's, all that But they kind of still do. It's an interesting question. Yeah. Yeah like what's the latest movie i mean i haven't watched but i know like the rock was in moana which didn't come out too long ago right and you still have these big names well and...
0: that that one's that one's a little weird because yes he's a huge name but that movie was about pacific islanders <laughs> so sure, it actually made yeah. a lot of sense to to cast him like in in that role um but no, i see i see your point
2: though jeff like um but maybe it would have been better, but you might not have gotten the money to keep, you know, the audience to keep it yeah. going. So it's kind I'm, of a. Uh, try, chicken eggy.
0: Try to think yeah. like. So, it's very chicken eggy. So, like, if you look back at what Frozen, which made all the money, um, didn't have any huge name. Like, Kristen Bell. Was a it's name, not a huge name, yeah. Yeah, at least not then. Like, certainly Ad- Adele DeSiem. Adele DeSiem. <laughs> Adele DeSiem. So, no one. still doesn't know who she is. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so I mean, they they, they could do it, and like, yeah, in the the I mean, I, I I haven't been keeping up with Disney movies after that, but um, yeah, the it, they don't need it. <laughs> so maybe Disney is, is finally laying that lesson. I don't know. Yeah, and then
2: at the mm-hmm. time, I remember the Shrek movies were coming out, and the Ice Age movies. And those all those DreamWorks had names in them, right? It was all. Mike yeah, Myers yeah, you know it. It is Eddie a little, Eddie Murphy, like,
0: I, I, yeah, a little mm-hmm. hypocritical. Um, I mean, Eddie Murphy was was good Mulan. Um, the Kung Fu Panda, um, yeah, like that was some some real stunt casting. Like, mm-hmm. so Jack, Jack Black is great um, as as Poe. Um, I actually I actually really like Angelina Jolie, like what she did with her character in that, but like. David Cross and Seth Rogen and Jackie Chan were not really bringing much (laughs) to, you know, maybe maybe that's just my my opinion there. Uh,
2: I I thought... um, Well, Jackie Chan did all his own stunts, so... (laughs) He did, he
0: did. It was amazing. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Joss Whedon still berated him. Uh, <laughs> Jackie Chad will sleep with me. He'll never work in this town uh, again. D- Dustin Hoffman is actually really good in those. So, yeah, I mean, you can do the stunt casting, and sometimes it can be really good. Uh, but, like, it feels like just don't do it just to do it. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like, Osmosis uh, Jones. That's another idea. <laughs>
2: uh, another thing I wanted to bring up you were talking about. You know, like the Jeanine Garofalo character or the Ligozamo characters. What I felt weird in this is I felt I liked the three human characters the best. I felt the alien characters were weird. And it felt... This is animation where you couldn't... Like, why were they humanoid form? I hate when we had... <laughs> Especially get to animation. These guys could have been anything. Mm-hmm. And they still... They weren't interesting. None of them. And I, that felt like a big letdown to me because... This is animation, you're not bound by an actor being in a suit, especially back then. I don't know now you could do mocap and everything, but I just felt
3: yeah, I was upset. I
2: was like, oh, yeah, cool. there's a reason.
0: Yeah. I'll get to it. But yeah, most of them were, yeah. were a little off-putting, Jeff. I agree. Um, also, a lot of them were very animalistic, like as as we understand yes. animals. And I think that's a very mm-hmm. Dom Blue thing. Um, right. And yeah, it was just a little off-putting. You know, just from a story standpoint. Like you barely spend any time with Janine Rothwell's character and and uh, with with John Lamizamo he's just this weirdo. Um, Mm -hmm. Likes to lick people. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, there there really wasn't a whole lot there until like the very end for for them to kind of do stuff.
2: Yeah, I just you know you compare these to other space team movies, right? Where you the TV show, speaking of Joss Whedon, right? You had Firefly. Okay, they all had to be humans because. It's it's a cheap TV show, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't do it. And then you go to like a Marvel movie, then you do have a night. You have Rocket and Groot, which are two they you know they're userized in the technology here and they're great characters. One guy doesn't even say anything but one word. So like I don't know, it could have been done here, and I just like I said, probably not the, the biggest budget on this, or I don't know, maybe it was, and they just yeah, the
0: very very Fox few got in the way. very few. I don't know. Stop me, Alex, if we can talk more about this, but like mm-hmm. very few of the alien designs were were really interesting or cool which is yeah. disappointing because a lot of the other stuff is I think pretty cool uh, like, like the space stuff exactly anyways, yeah. agreed I think, I think like maybe the gal were the only ones that I thought were, were kind of cool and even then were just like more bat people yeah bat people <laughs> bat boy they, re- bat they boy. reminded bat me boy. of of the uh... Uh, bat boy not bat boy <laughs> bat boy Oh, okay. uh, from Beastmaster whatever those like oh are, yeah, yeah. Beastboy <laughs> Beastmaster Beastboy you know what, at least, so so you know, know what I'm talking movie. about though right Alex at least yes okay thank you <laughs> he's gonna turn people
3: into bones yes, yes. he ate him so fast they, that better be on my list already it should be
2: well we already yes, did god it
3: god damn it we did damn we should do it again
0: I'm only kidding we
3: didn't do it oh no there it is it's on my list yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Scraping, we're scrapping the next one, Alex. We're doing that one instead. Okay, that's fine by me. Top top Damn. five ferrets. Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> <laughs> top five uh, ripped torn performances. There we go. One class. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> top five Mark Singer movies.
2: <laughs> There's only like three of them. will short sure list. Yep. All right. Anyways, uh, I don't know what that was. Scott's. Ooh. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, that
0: was, was my... So that was, yeah, number five was my stunt casting thing, yeah, sorry.
2: Or <laughs> well, your six, right? I think it was just six. No, five, sorry, I haven't done my five. I know, because I... Oh, sorry, that's your five, yeah, I'm next, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. I felt the pacing was weird in this thing. They were just like... I think it's because it was animation, and they were just like... These scenes would cut, and like... I just was a little confused sometimes where... So I'm always confused. This is probably one of my top items in every one on my list, but... Something would happen and there was like yeah, no there was no like travel or explanation all of a sudden they were just there. Like I I was missing stuff. I just felt like we don't have the time to animate these little filler in scenes, <laughs> so let's just get to the next action piece and um I don't have any examples. I wrote this down while I was watching it and I'm, now I'm kinda of forgetting examples. But like I wanna say like when they got captured, um I already forgot their names. When Matt Damon and um Drew Brayman got Berman. captured and they just immediately knew where to find her, and they were already there, like, in the ship, or whatever that was, to rescue her without any real explanation. I know there's a few scenes like that, where it's just yeah. kind of...
3: They said that she has a tracker on her, but it was pretty flimsy. Yeah. It was just something to, like, okay, we gotta do this fast, because we're running out of time and money.
2: And then they so, did it... They... Yeah, sure, she's got a tracker. Whatever. Go. And then, as part of this, did they ever explain why the Dredge or whatever the bad guys were, what, what the hate was for humans? They they vaguely just
0: they they it's, it's pretty weak. But the idea is that the the dredge think that if the humans are left unchecked, that they'll destroy or eclipse the dredge somehow. But it's not like the dredge are <laughs> it like turned out to be true. <laughs> yeah, it actually turned out to be very true. But uh, like oh, it's what we feared. Uh, the it's not like the dredge are like ruling the galaxy though. So it's kind of a weird thing. But like. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like some prophecy thing that we never hear about. Okay.
3: Uh, Probably
0: for the sequel. Or maybe they're actually the dredger are actually like the good guys because they figure if the humans are allowed to like, keep going, they're going to destroy everything. Which is like which, their own plan. Which is a very reasonable <laughs> expectation, yeah. I, I feel. I played through Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. Humans are a little. Uh, a little impatient. Look for that. One. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Alex, number
3: five. Uh, my number five is the rotoscoping, and uh, here's a bit of trivia that might uh, explain some of the yeah, obviously the rotoscoping but some of the cut corners here, and it says Fox fired the original director, and I had no idea this was the case, but I guess this movie had a director, another director. After 18 months and $30 million, oh, they fired the original guy. And then they brought in Don Bluth and Gary Goldman. And they had to start production again from scratch. And they only gave them 19 months to finish. And then, so... and then
0: surprise Pikachu face when... <laughs> this this yeah. movie didn't make a bajillion dollars. Yeah, I
3: know. So, yeah, I can get, I get understand why... You know they had to cut a lot of corners and do some rotoscoping for some of the some of the scenes and everything, uh, but there's still a lot of really good Don Bluth magic in this film, and I'll touch upon it later on my list. Okay. So stay tuned. Don't touch <gasps> that dial.
2: Oh, I was going to touch it. <laughs> oh, don't touch it.
3: You'll go blind.
0: <laughs> can't can't, can't uh, go Alex. blind twice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what I was going to say is about that hand map that the book. Lucky luckily, he didn't wear that thing off in his <laughs> teenage years.
1: Well, it was it was offhand. It was his offhand.
0: Hey, it was
2: his offhand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Scott. Number four. Uh, number
0: four is the Dredge. Uh, I actually really like the the concept here. It's 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 very simple. Um, uh, shades of R. Anderson's and uh, Spymaster, <laughs> and shades of things like like the Cylons. Um, from Battlestar Galactica mm-hmm. just kind of this monolithic Borg. threat um the although it's a little more nuanced than the, the lady version um yeah just the Zerg the, the Zerg yeah the <laughs> the, the Protoss Protos. um yeah but but I like like the artistic concept here um how it's all kind of these, these um uh, it's all symmetrical, but it's all, like, not perfectly, like, squared, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's weird. Alien-y. Um, the... Uh, just kind of them moving around, I thought was kind of cool. Um, it kind of... It, it's weird to say if it holds up or not, but I, I still think it looks good. Um, just kind of the way they move is, is just different from everything else. Um, yeah. Just the... again, the... just the... the they they work as villains, uh, the the just this existential threat to humanity. Um, yeah, I could like Jeff kind of pointed out, maybe could have used a little bit more <laughs> reasoning, like behind why they they want to destroy humanity, um, or or have a, a little more detail there. Uh, but
2: uh, yeah, for the most but, part, I like sorry. It. Sorry, so another thing they reminded me of was the aliens. From Independence Day, as far as having the big mothership and then all the little, and they're just doing it. Like you don't get an explanation from them either, other than they're like locuses, as Bill Pullman would say. which was in both movies, so there you go.
1: Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I, I got, and their laser, especially their laser beam that sh- destroyed Earth, was very Independence Day ass That yeah. that
0: had to have yeah. like had some inspiration from that, right?
2: Yeah, because when did that movie come out in '96? They probably started animating this in '97 let's do, do it, it. <laughs> mm-hmm. let's blow up
0: Earth <laughs> they really blew up the White House which all those fuckers <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs>
2: is that it? yeah that's it Judge. Right. Uh my number four I've already brought it up a few times but I was a lot of comparisons to Guardians of the Galaxy uh, ragtag group of people I seriously go to that one planet it looked like nowhere <laughs> from the <laughs> mm-hmm. from there are uh, the different aliens on board there were just a lot of things him as a boy at the beginning of the movie his i mean it's a little bit different but he's and he's being uh taken over by what's what's his face to mr look, spinning to look yeah <laughs> just all that stuff <laughs> let's do it um, <laughs> <fucking Cole Medina. laughs> uh, all that and then as i mentioned before the borrowing of star wars uh, you mentioned a few minutes ago, borrowing a Battlestar Galactica for some of this so, stuff. So what I'm
0: hearing for you, Jeff, is that you think James Gunn is a hack. No,
2: not don't <laughs> Um Because I'm sure the comic came books out, no. came out before this thing came out, so no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Yeah, and then like I said the music. Everything had vibes of it, which is, this is not done nearly as good as it could have been. But anyway, that's my number four, Alex. Uh, my number four is well,
3: as the most interest as the most interesting alien design that I saw was uh, Stith, Aside from the Dredge, um, the organic aliens, the good guy aliens, I liked her that she had weird like quadruple jointed legs, and she always seemed to be squatting around and everything. But then, yeah, her top half was just uh, humanoid, normal. Even had alien boobs. <laughs> like, okay. But yeah, I think they they couldn't go any wackier crazier than that with any of the two D animated stuff because of their vegetarian time constraints. I, I, yeah, I, did, I mean, at least that was the most interesting. They they did if not the best character.
0: They did kind of have to keep her on the sidelines because it was clear after, after she takes out that guard that like in a one on one fight she was going to beat anybody's ass. Like, oh yeah, she's the badass. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. She just had too much uh, lower length. Too much lower leg strength. She just, Jesus, that's a that fucking mule kick. Yeah, yeah. Man, that
3: was awesome. Chun-Li. That was a good animation. Yeah,
0: <laughs> ninja Chun-Li,
1: kick.
3: Chun-Li.
2: Chen Lee, both of them. Speed star kick. Um, oh, what did you see right before that? I was gonna man, yeah, whatever. What were we just talking about? <laughs>
0: I, s- I swear I'm not <laughs> Shining, drinking. Shiningra, well, right?
2: yeah, no.
0: Stiff the animation, like the uh, interesting aliens. Quadruple legs, thick thighs. Mm -hmm. What's going on,
2: Mm Jen? Had to do with aliens, but. Alien boobs? Oh, no. I was going to (laughs) say. Well, yeah, it was the alien boobs, actually. But, you know, there was a scene where What's Your Face, what was her name? Akima, was in that little crystal or whatever that they were looking at it. You hear some of the aliens going, Oh, she's cute. It just reminded me of that skit from SNL where with Pamela Anderson and it was like a Twilight Zone episode where they're all different looking in the Twilight episode, the normal cute girl, like, oh, she's ugly because she doesn't look like us. But in the SNL version, oh, she's hot. And then someone was explaining to them, no, she's not hot. She's different. She should. To us, <laughs> she is ugly. And the, the Will Ferrell alien, yeah, but look at her. She's hot. And that's what I was thinking of these aliens. You should be thinking that she's hot. Yeah. She's a totally different species than you. Like, that's so yeah. weird.
0: But she's know. but she's got the those weird like I don't even know what to call them like yeah, not bangs, purple hair. But...
1: Yeah, yeah. Is like one of those
3: uh, Nathan Lane's character even like hit on her? Yeah, he does. When Kale first meets, it's like, mm-hmm, yeah, really.
0: It's like I don't know. Oh, there's gonna be boning across species in the year 3000.
2: Well, yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, her haircut and his haircut is definitely something you do on a game creator when you're a sci-fi game creator. I, so, I
0: I like her, her <laughs> character design. Matt Davis. You like her?
2: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Just said. I'm just saying it is something you could select. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be one of my character creation. Um, All right. Uh, Alex, number four. Oh, I already did that.
3: Stitch's design. Oh.
0: oh.
2: Scott, number three. Uh, my number three... Uh, is the
0: ice ring chase uh, that, that was really, oh that was, cool. That was really cool, yeah, it was cool with all the reflections and the the near misses it was it was a it was a g- good way uh, to make it exciting with with one ship not being able to fight back really um, mm. and uh, the, the whole stakes um, at, at that point they, 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 mm, they have a full heel turn <laughs> from uh, from Corso and uh, uh, yeah Nathan Lane's character Freed. Which,
2: creed, creed, creed. Which, the best, yeah. best part of the ice chase is when they they laughed. You thought I was the real Quaid,
0: <laughs> and then he so or you, Super ran disson- through the
2: cellophane s at him, and then
0: uh, <laughs> he dishonored my 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 family and the Shaolin Temple. Uh, yes, yeah. Then they make it to the the Titanate, but yeah, just that that whole sequence. Uh, you know, if, you, if you're gonna slap on the the computer stuff, that's that's a good way to to like hide your limitations. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then again, just like all the ice stuff, like smashing into each other, yeah, uh, was was
2: really cool. So yeah, that's that's my number three. Mm-hmm. And the ice comes into play later; it's strategic. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, my number three, and this is I'm gonna talk about the animation for me, and I've always had a problem. And I think it's this, and maybe Alex can tell me it's not this. But mm. in Don Bluth animations, I always feel like they're missing frames. It always seems a little
1: huh.
2: jumpy to me compared to. It's not as smooth as watching an old Disney movie or an old, even Looney Tunes or like all the animation. I always felt it's just something like I'm missing something, like a frame or two here or there. And yeah, it Always.
1: No.
3: It's not. It's not you, Jeff, because the, this movie, especially this one jumps around to, like, really good, crisp animation, and then the next scene will have, like, stuff that's, like, half the frames because it's like, oh, this is just them running away, or, as like Scott mentioned, running up the stairs, and we don't need to, we can't spend the, a lot of time the, doing that. Almost all the running looks really rough. <laughs> yeah, day. seriously. So I think, yeah, most of that stuff, they had to just rush through it as fast as they could, and it's like, oh, okay, this looks good enough so that they had time to animate, like, the good
2: character pieces.
3: So, yeah, okay. it's not you.
2: I, I noticed that as well. And like I said, I felt like I've always noticed that with his stuff. But I mean, it's been a, forever since I've seen whatever the, uh, Black Cauldron or Secret of Nim, right? Oh, or Secret of e- Nim. Even the video games, uh, Space Ace and whatever. Like I, know, I always felt it was a little Dude, Dragon Slayer. I have yeah, that Yeah, Dragon Slayer. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I got that from good old games. I'm going to play it soon. Um, so anyway, that's my number three, Alex. My number three is the 3D tech. Actually, as wonky as it is, it allowed for these 2D animators to do things that normally they wouldn't be able to do. Like a lot of the rotating cameras. Yeah. Not all of them worked.
0: Yeah. And yes. it looked a little bit yeah. weird. I appreciated, but the, I, I appreciated what was going on there. Yeah.
3: Yes. Like they really tried and uh, like most of this movie, they swung for the fences with everything. It's like, let's try a camera move here, camera move here. Uh, there was very few, when it counted, there was few static camera moment so they they i think they picked the right places to do all the camera moves it just you know i ah, mean i really wish that they had the full what's 18 plus 19 40 something months <laughs> uh, no i really wish that they had that john Don bluth and uh, gary oldman would have had that <laughs> <laughs> that that amount of time to make this whole movie what it could have been um uh, because, yeah, it's like, I can see, like, where the direction was going, and if they just had a bit more time and money, this would have been incredible. And a better soundtrack. <laughs>
0: the So, it's, it's definitely rough at points. It's unfortunate that the worst CG shot, like, in the entire movie is, like, the last one. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, oh, my you know, God. We can't.
3: It needs to go to the printers now. Yeah, that was like,
0: or post or something. They threw it in post, (laughs) but like, wow, that was, like, atrocious. Like, even back in 2000, like, it was unforgivable. I think this was...
3: Which one? Like, at the very end when they're just standing on the planet and zooms out to Earth. I have a feeling that that was, like, the (laughs) previs... Version, And they're like, you know what, we'll just take this and we'll, oh, we'll you know, rotoscope or time it to use this as a strong reference for the characters and everything. We'll clean up all the mountains. Uh, we got no time, man. So just use the previs that we got and ship it.
2: <laughs> I felt there's when they were inside the Titan and they were, like, at the end and they were, like, panning up or something. And that literally looked like one of the storyboards. Like... <laughs> It felt bad to me.
3: I don't... Oh, a little bit, yeah. The, the, I feel like they had to do that sometimes. It was just like maybe a, like a matte painting of the inside.
2: Yeah, it was very... Yeah. There was like no depth to it, and it almost looked like it's just pencil mark. It was so bad. Yeah. Uh, what could have been? Yeah. All right. We're on to our uh, twos. Scott, yeah, sure. number two.
0: Uh number two is the Titan itself. Um... I I like the the scale the scope here that it's just this kind of big globe I like like the design uh, obviously mm-hmm. like the idea behind it just like the science fiction here um, it's got all these these DNA and it's just gonna like blast it out um, it's gonna it's gonna pull in all that that water from all the, the ice rings so it's not just a place to hide it actually makes sense yeah. uh, from, from that point of view um, but but I, I I what I like most about it um from from was was from the design side how the inside looked a lot like something you you would imagine from like a like an hg wells kind of thing like the like time machine or something Uh, um it's like a lot of like things that look like just kind of gears and it's all kind of like gilded um it looks very kind of clockwork yeah a bit steampunky, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I and space. I think that, that was really cool. And I and I, I I I would imagine that it was like like drew inspiration from, from that kind of like very old science fiction, um, and uh, yeah, just like the the whole idea behind it um, that it wasn't like like it barely had. I don't even I I really don't like that it had like the lasers on it. Like <laughs> it makes sense that it does, um, but uh, like it, it's just. Like, they they should have found like some other way to, to have the action in there. But um, the yeah, just the the, the idea behind it is, is really cool. Um, so yeah, that's that's my number two.
2: All right, uh, my number two is that the the violence in this movie. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, early on when the when Jim Brewer the little cricket, they just shoot him and. Fucking dies. They make a little gag out of it, but not really. Uh later on when he breaks the neck of uh Yeah, that was, he the neck yeah, that was weird, yeah. yeah. it's Like, damn.
0: That's you know, like yep, don't you don't know, 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 thinking back to like uh Secretanim, okay. like it's like people are getting stabbed in that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's not entirely unheard of here. But yeah, like a next snap just seems like brutal though. That's <laughs>
2: Yeah. And then just the adult stuff. I mean, you see his ass a couple times. You see her. I mean, I'm sure there's some frames in there where you get some something going on. And then just her silhouette behind the thing. It was just, It was yeah, just you, adult. They, I was they,
0: wondering. They make the boner joke early on they when did, she's like remember. like running her fingers over his hand. He's like, oh, I can really use those pants now. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to say the... I was wondering if this was PG afterwards. I look, it's it is, which I don't know. If I was a parent, I would be a little. But are most animated movies G? Then I don't even know. I don't pay attention to ratings, but yes. I felt like I would be a little upset if I took my kid to this, thinking I was seeing another animated movie and this had had that stuff. But okay, if it's PG, then I guess that's the difference. And
3: that would make you a bad parent. <laughs> We're not looking I mean, at the ratings.
2: That's what I'm saying. I would. I don't know the difference. That's what I'm saying. If it, it was PG and most RG, then yes, that would that would be on me. Um, yeah. But they'd still have already watched Commando and Predator, so that <laughs> would make me a really bad Predator. Yeah,
3: I know.
0: Multiple times.
3: Oh, that's cool. In the trivia section, there is a link in IMDb for a list of all PG-rated 2D animated film. Interesting. And yeah, there's there's a good list. Actually, I didn't know Lilo and Stitch was PG. Yeah. I can see why. It's it's a bit more dark and violent than other typical Disney movies but
2: now who's the bad parent hmm
3: oh not me that movie's great
2: <laughs> uh how about all the R rated uh is it like South Park and
3: and Fritz the Cat <laughs> which I've never seen Funny. but it's just legendary uh was Wizards you, you guys remember that fire, I don't fire know was, I don't, was, you're probably what, not what used was, Jeff was the but...
0: Fire and Ice the Oh yeah, the Frank Frazetta yeah.
3: movie, Fire uh, and Ice. Cool, which is pretty much all rotoscopes. Cool World.
2: <laughs> Fucking Cool World. Uh, Not heavy even heavy Gabriel me- Burden could save that movie. Is Heavy Metal R? I've never seen it. but Oh, damn. I've never seen that
0: one either. <laughs> I think it is. I've seen the South Park episode that was making fun of it, so I'm assuming <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> check out my daughter's awesome, awesome rocking tits. <laughs> <laughs> It's the cheese. That's the cheesing episode, right? <laughs> yeah, because God. it's fun to do.
3: It's
2: rated R. I just looked it up. All right. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah,
3: dude. I gotta watch that movie.
2: All right, uh, Alex. Number two. My number two is uh, the
3: character of Kale. I actually uh, really like them because it. You don't really see main characters with this much depth. And they're, the huge chip on their shoulders makes sense, you know? Does it? Especially in animated movies. Yeah, because he was a kid, you know, when his dad's you know, left him. He, and he promised that he would see him. Right,
0: but in that entire time, did he not put together that, like, oh, yeah, my dad was, like, the head scientist. And he went out on the ship. Like, maybe something happened yeah, to him. A,
3: no, to kids, that doesn't matter. Like, but yeah. he's an adult when this as movie a, starts, a, though. I know. He's at least, like, 19 or 20. Still child-ish but i can tell as a parent that resonated because it's no. like man when when you get trauma from that young that kind of
0: right and they, 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 yeah, I, I agree that that like as a kid he wouldn't understand and definitely would have affected him growing up but there would have come a point where like like he i, I don't know i just didn't buy the fact that he didn't like have any idea of like who his father was or why maybe he didn't come back
3: No, he knew, but the most important thing that sticks out is that he left, and he didn't come back. And that's devastating, for any reason. Number two, he was raised by alien Tone Loke. So that's where, you know, his rejection of humans, I think, came from. Not only that his dad abandoned him, but also he he wasn't raised... They made this a point to say that he wasn't raised around humans, like in the colony and everything. He was raised with tech, around other aliens... Which is why, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not with these losers. And Funky Cole Medina. Yeah. <laughs> well, he would have been a hit with the ladies if he actually took that advice. But he didn't. <laughs> uh, that's why he was in line. He said, I'm not with these losers. Like, humans wait with everybody else. You know, he didn't want to be associated with humans. He almost could have turned on, turned into Corvo and tried to screw everybody, all the humans, just to get rich. But, thankfully... He got some sense knocked into him by a very beautiful uh, human woman with purple hair, <laughs> and who doesn't fall in love with one of them?
0: Just saying. Not, not me. That's who. Mm-hmm. Um, what. What? Uh, but yeah, I like. I, I like this character. Uh, are we going to talk about the heel turn at all?
3: Uh, I didn't have it on my list because, eh, for me, it was standard.
0: I, I like. I it's don't. Like, I don't have a problem with it. Like uh, Jeff, were you going to talk about that at all? no okay yeah so yeah i I don't have a problem with the heel turn it just was very abrupt (laughs) it was very abrupt and it came like right on the heels of him like being like a really good dude like (laughs) for no reason like there was no he got nothing out of that like so yeah it it felt like there needed to be like a a small bridge there somewhere Like, yeah And then my thought was It turned into that that SNL skit that's from Making the Rounds Where everybody pulls the guns on each other (laughs) Yeah Mm, What you say
2: What I didn't like There's two heavy metal movies, sorry (laughs) What I didn't like is I It eventually happened But okay, he turned on him and I could see how This is a far out idea That he can save humanity So yeah, you're going to turn on him for the money or whatever Get what you need That made sense to me when he got closer and he saw that it was an actual possibility, I thought he would have made the decision earlier to not turn right, like to, yeah. to come back to his side. And obviously, eventually, he does. But I just that felt a little weird to me. Like, really, you're gonna go with the aliens still over mankind, like, even yeah. when you see that it is possible?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so, oh, well, that's Lone Star for you. Lone Star. Yeah, we're not doing this for money. <laughs> We're doing this for <laughs> a lot of money. Shitload shit, of money. Shitload
3: of money. Shit, <laughs> load of money
0: so. Funny shit. All right. Uh... <laughs> Actually, that was the one-star line. Sorry. Scott, number one. Uh, number one is, uh, you know, the, this is the last hurrah of, of Don Bluth here. Uh, they, they, they did take a really big swing here. Uh, as Alex pointed mm-hmm. out, you can see where, like, kind of like the quagmire would have been. To, to make something that that at least like looked better. I don't know if that, that would have made much much more money. Um, but uh, yeah, I I've, there are things that I've always loved about the Don Blue stuff here. Um, you know, we, we talked about like the rotoscoping. Um, you know, and I'm sure that's heavily used at least for reference. Um, mm-hmm. Like, any time somebody's like in somebody's face, it always looks amazing. So like. For example oh, yeah when, when corso is like giving the speech about how like man he's circling the drain like like that looks so cool like just the yeah
3: the, 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 that was the best bit yeah just like yeah. His,
0: like his features the way he's moving his arms um, you know just the you know the the smaller looks that like um, kale and and akim are giving each other when they're when they're like real close um like the the very like human stuff is, is where Don Luth really shines, <laughs> which is funny because it's always mm-hmm. like usually animals that <laughs> is getting, are getting that treatment. Like, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, it it, it, it it looks so cool, um, and it, 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 at least for me, it you know it sucks you in. Um, you know a lot of other cool stuff with this. Like, I, I think they did a really good job with the, the the general just being out in space. Like, it feels big and it feels empty. The empty part maybe isn't a good thing um, you know they, there's lots of weird aliens but it still feels like pretty desolate um, you know at no point mm-hmm. do they go anywhere that really feels crowded um, but even like when they're on the dread ship you know there's only still like a few dredge running around uh, and that would have been like a good point to like just pile them in there because it was all CG um, oh well, the computers I don't think could handle Probably, that. you're probably <laughs> right yeah yeah you probably yeah yeah
3: <laughs> And I'm it. sure they didn't have time to like <laughs> render one and then render another one and then just composite all of them together. It's like, no way, man. Yeah, they, we don't got that kind of time. Yeah, they, you know, <laughs> there, there was a
0: lot of shots like, like with them docking or pulling alongside other ships to just kind of like give, a, a, again, a sense of scale. It's um, just, just like how kind of space looked. Like You, you mentioned the, the part where he's piring the ship is, is ridiculous. but well, that looks super cool, at least. <laughs> yeah. Like with, with all the the, the wake angels whatever they were called and like the weird like funnels tunnel like that tornado things um that was cool um you know like when, when they go to that the moon and meet the gal like i thought that was super cool the way that they all like kind of land and like cross their arms and just kind of yeah, that there. was great so, like mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a very dumb blue thing um so yeah just a, a lot to like here and it's kind of sad that, that, that this was it you know competition's always a good thing um, as, as we saw like mm-hmm. this is that 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 there was you know this was kind of another lull in, like with Disney for sure um, mm-hmm. around this time so uh, you know without somebody to give him a kick in the ass uh, you know like if I guess I don't know DreamWorks was short like when, when did Shrek come out I forget
2: Woof. I, don't know. I mean trick made a lot of Probably money between maybe i don't know between how much 95 and 2000 yeah 2001 no, 2001 actually okay yeah so yeah.
0: i you know i'm sure disney was feeling the pressure from that one because that made a lot of money um uh, mm-hmm. but uh yeah yeah just well, uh, remember
2: and pick sorry pixar at this time is not disney so like it's weird. right Everybody right had, exactly disney had not much here yeah that, that's yeah. what
0: i'm saying yeah, yeah. um I, I think what was it, it's was brave i don't know when that came out mid aughts
2: Probably. But real quick, so the movie Treasure Planet popped up as a thing. Right. And, that, and that's, Disney, that's Disney, and that's 2002. Yeah, Brave is like, 2012. I'm looking at the two. two. No, and, I'm sorry, I'm saying Brave was 2012. Okay, okay, wow, it was real Uh Treasure Planet, uh, 2002, and the animation yeah. style is very what we just watched. All that. Mm-hmm. 2D stuff and then everything turns 3D with the ships. And I've never seen it, but yeah. So they but were with, trying yeah, with
3: Time those. and Money. That one, I mean that movie flopped, but it still looked really good. I think they did a better job integrating 2D and
2: 3D. Yeah. And again, Time and Money. <laughs> they, they had it, so it looked a little better. And the stars here I'm looking at, uh JGL, Emma Thompson, and Martin Short. So not huge names, but yeah, well, they couldn't afford it. <laughs> Do
0: you guys ever
2: see that? Is that any good?
3: I've never seen it. It it was okay. It's just, you know, Treasure Island story, but in space. Okay. When did the... It's
2: okay. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing the writer is Robert Louis Stevenson, and one of the characters is Jim Hawkins, so... Yeah, okay.
0: Uh, When did Atlantis come out? What was that? Yeah, that's the other
3: movie I was thinking of. The other one was... That was the 1st Disney movie that was not a musical. That was
0: 2001.
3: Okay. Yeah. Also one that was not commercial success, but it was really good. I do like Atlantis a lot.
0: But uh, There it is. Yeah, so so again, my number one uh just uh, appreciating Don Bluth here, I guess. And mm-hmm. appreciating the big swing that they took with this, even if it didn't work out.
2: There's always it's- money in the banana stand. <laughs> yeah. Alright, uh... My number one... I burned down the banana stand. My number one... I've had a lot of negatives in this movie. But the negatives. one thing is... I, there's lots of cool little sci-fi elements that I really did like. We talked about the Titan. Um, I like, you know, the DNA Noah's Ark thing going on here. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that was um, awesome. We already talked about the ice... So surrounding ice. So instead of the ice being in the core... <laughs> like in Mars... Floating around in space like asteroids, to, you know, mm-hmm. to bring it in, I'll bring it along with like Genesis from Rathacon Khan and a little bit, you know, a lot like that. Um, the whole hand map thing that was genetically tied to him, I thought it was a cool little. They didn't really explain it too well, but I don't think you need to. Other than that, it was tied to him through his DNA. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, the hydrogen balls on the on Bat Boy planet. Uh, that that <laughs> oh, was yeah. Bat Boy planet. <laughs> Bat Boy, Bat Boy, Bat Boy planet. <laughs> That was cool. Um, So, yeah, there was a lot of little sci-fi things in there. And I think that's what... When I said I watched this in the past and I liked it, I think that was... There was enough little cool Mm sci-fi things there. Plus, for me mentioning Star Wars or something like that, uh, it's cool. So, yeah. I'm sure I'm missing some other little elements that I did like.
3: Uh, You're missing the fifth element.
2: Yeah, there was no Leeloo in this, but... (laughs) uh, I I felt like those robots would have fit in this universe those duck robots. Oh, the big penguins? Velo. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> the uh,
2: Montechewans? Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for my number one.
3: <laughs> Which finger did I put my key in? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The <laughs> uh, Okay. Uh, my number Alex. one. Yeah. Similar to Scott's, just Don Bluth animation. We are... As a society, less for having Don Bluth kind of petered off. He's done some work since then, but he stopped abruptly at, like, he he just mainly did, like, small stuff and, and sequels to some of the video games that he animated for, like Dragon's Lair 3D, Tapper World Tour was, like, I think the last thing he's credited as, but there is hope for more Don Bluth because, in IMDb, he says he's directing Dragon's Lair the movie, and that's in production, and I cannot fucking wait because I love that game. <laughs> and yeah, Don Bluth animation—it's always you know—he left Disney because he was tired of all that bullshit, and he went on to do like after that, like American Tale was phenomenal. Uh, oh, I forgot Fern I Gully. That was some... Yeah, Fern Gully—I remember that was a really good one. Secret of Nim was an all-timer. All dogs uh, go to heaven. Yeah. All Dogs Go to Heaven, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> uh, he did, yeah, the video games, yeah, Dragon Lair, no, Space Ace. Uh, one that I loved as a kid was Rock-A-Doodle, which is really weird. <laughs> one, <laughs> but, man, I love the music. The songs in that one What, was, what was, fantastic. What was,
0: the, was it Rover Dangerfield? I don't. I don't know if that was Don Bluth. But oh, I don't know if that was Don Bluth.
3: Was. I don't think it's Don Bluth. I'm not seeing it. But it was around current. around <laughs> that yeah, time. Did, yeah. For, yeah, *Rover Dangerfield*. Yeah, different studios were just like, you know what? Let's get in on this animation and and uh, take a chunk out of Disney. And Don Bluth, I I, I want to say that came the closest until we went to like full 3D with like Shrek and everybody. And uh, I think Disney's feeling the pressure again. Because now that, you know, Into the Spider-Verse is doing so well with their different take on animation. Like, Sony's really kicking their ass. And Mm -hmm. um, uh, the new Ninja Turtles movie, also, even though I'm not too psyched about it, it looks pretty cool. And I like some of the stuff that they're doing with it. So, I saw a trailer for Disney's newest animated film called Wish. And uh, it has a distinctly, like, very hand uh watercolored storybook look to it. So the character design is more or less still Disney ish. I'm sure the story will be as well, but at least, you know, they're they're starting to change up the formula a bit because uh, I believe they are feeling the pressure.
0: Uh, they're like. Yeah, we, we talked I think I talked last week about Nimona. Um,
3: yeah. That's another one that could have been a little bit bloodier. Yeah that
0: <laughs> that that had uh like a very Kind of exaggerated, uh, Mm -hmm. like style to it. Yeah,
3: we we talked about it, right? That it was originally a Disney film and they dropped it,
0: right? So it was, was my understanding that like because the money or or they they just cut, like in general they were cutting animation stuff and that was one of the things that got cut. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if they cut that one specifically. Or like kind of it casual. was just part of a big group? Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. sure about that, though. Oh, which is a shame, because that's a that's a good movie. Yeah. Hope, like, like I was saying last week, hopefully it does well enough on Netflix so that maybe they, mm-hmm. they take another swing at it. Hey, Watch it, people. What is that? Nimona.
3: Nimona. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. Sorry. it's cool. It's got its own feel to it than everything else real quick, I just had an answer that I've had in my head forever answered. I remember seeing Empire Strikes Back in the movie theater. But I was, that came out in 1980 and there was no way I could remember that. So, well, what am I remembering? And then I just remembered I saw it as a double feature with The Last Unicorn. You guys ever see that movie? Uh, yes. Maybe? The Last Unicorn yeah, is pretty I know good. the song. I liked it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that came out in 1982. So I must have saw like a re-release of Empire Strikes Back with it right before Return of the Jedi came out. Because that makes me five at that point, And that makes a little more sense being able to remember Empire.
0: Yeah.
2: Which is even more amazing that they took a five-year-old to a double feature and I somehow stayed there. I, I remember <laughs> doing
0: double features at the city like like Don Bluth again, like American Tail and something else.
2: Like, Five five Goes West, you just did the whole thing.
0: Could have been. Could have been both of those. Mm-hmm.
1: Somewhere out there. <laughs> I forgot that. the rest of the words. <laughs> oh. Turned turn into Paul Bear then. <sighs> Somewhere will <laughs> never
0: find my Five
2: I remember we had to sing that in chorus when I was in elementary.
0: Man, school. how dude, I,
2: like I, it's
0: probably a few of the kids that can yeah. sing, but like it's just got to be unbearable. Like I guess it's cute. I don't know. Like yeah, it teaches
3: kids self confidence uh, to work together as a team. Does it though? Got to do uh, your part in the chorus. How to hide in the co- How to hide in, a group. To just sit in the groups. Yeah, how to hide in the
0: group. Mouth watermelon. It'll look like you're singing.
3: Yeah. And then uh, your music teacher threw her teeth telling you to smile or she'll kill you. <laughs> you didn't have... Miss did uh,
0: <laughs> you know, Hickman was great. We, uh, we had a different one. Uh, I was just going to say,
2: Miss Hickman, how did you have the same teacher as me? I forgot we went to the same <laughs> elementary school. <laughs> we, we, had a, we had a different
0: one uh, that was super chipper. She would start every like music session with, hello. <laughs> did,
2: did your lo, music lo, teacher have, have an auto-harp? <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah.
3: No. And a big stick so, okay. coke nail. I would, well, <laughs> That's
0: she might use. have. That's I don't know. I, <laughs> I wouldn't I know to like notice that back then. I,
2: I wish we were more uh, active on social media because this is that question I actually want to know from our listeners. So, like, when we went to school, and this may even be different between when I did and you went, when you guys did, chorus was a special thing. You would go off and do that during the middle of class. Mm-hmm. But. Like yeah. once a week, once every other week, the music teacher would come into your class yeah. for like twenty minutes, mm-hmm. sing songs. Not long enough. <laughs> yeah. that was, no,
0: that, that was with us too. Yeah.
2: yeah, and then she and ours brought in an auto harp, and he would just be doing it singing. It's a small world, and whatever yeah. else we were. No, singing. not the auto harp. Uh, Johnny comes marching home. But how often was it? Was it? Was not once a week? Was it? It Wasn't even that much. Was it? No, no it wasn't. was. Like it might have month, been like once, once a month. month. because,
0: because they would, yeah. what would is, like they would have gone through the whole district, because like, there's no way they would have paid for like a single music teacher Oof, for a I know. Yeah.
2: And it was the same music teacher, like Kate, maybe not Kate, but like one through six. I mean, yeah, I, I think yeah. Miss Hickman was there the entire. She was the only music teacher, and she would just have her, and she'd come in. <laughs> it was so yeah. random. But I wonder. They probably don't even have that now. Here's, uh, Go watch YouTube. No, yeah,
3: my kids still had music class, and I went to one of their chorus performances really? this year. Yeah,
2: but so it still chorus. happens. I think
3: I think they might have gone. No, there's a music teacher that teaches them and everything, and they do okay. chorus as well. Okay, so cool. I think they might do it nowadays, at least in my district. Did, did you guys also do it a bit more? Did you guys more always
0: have to do uh, love in any language. No, no nope. No? <laughs> uh, What's that? That, so it's like sign language. So you like sign the whole thing when you're singing. I don't oh, know, I don't, and know. like
3: Napoleon Dynamite?
0: I forget how that worked.
3: But because uh, <laughs> he does do like he's doing a song class and he's signing in the back.
0: We did. I, I do remember doing Beauty and the Beast. Uh, what else?
2: Uh, I don't remember many Disney songs. I remember It's a Small World, yeah. and like I said, I remember uh, the American Tales song, which I already forgot i know it's not disney we did, we did I some remember that. version that oh, yeah. was
0: like was sing a song for a russian child
2: and then at <sighs> some point they got
0: changed to sing a song for a somali child like it was just kind of like a multi-purpose song uh, yeah yeah it was please donate money yeah yeah and then at christmas time is just all like christmas
3: shit
2: i was gonna say i remember having more fun around halloween and christmas because you were singing those songs Mm-hmm. i remember this song the cat came back the very next day, we thought he was a goner, but the cat came. <laughs> I don't know why that's so around. <laughs> that and then you good. ever, did you remember in kindergarten with our sticks tap? Oh yeah, our sticks yeah. tap. Well, well, we tap I again. Yeah. Around we go.
3: I wasn't there for kindergarten, but my sister, I I went to her recital and she did that. Yeah, there's <laughs> the uh, stick song. I'm
0: starting to remember some like propaganda too. Like, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. The, the, I, re, I remember doing a song called, like, What's More American Than Me? <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> there were a lot of, yeah,
3: it. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. a lot of American songs. Yeah, the the Reagan Bush era, so. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we have digressed. <laughs> Anyways. Uh,
2: so That's it, right? We're done? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> no, 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 Jeff. I mean, oh, oh. Uh, we're done with our, our seven here. Man. All right. Well, then it's time to rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being absolute garbage, seven being perfection. Scott, what do you rate?
0: This oh, this be? is tough. Um, I would give this a five. Um, I'm kind of close to being a six because I, I, again, there's like a lot that I like about it, but not as a whole. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, everything everything I listed, but. The biggest thing is the awesome soundtrack so that that is, that is uh, <laughs> my, my number five or my nah, i'm giving it a five no my number
2: i i'm also giving it a five um closer to the four than the five i mean then I like a six and Scott saying but um i liked it i it did yeah that's all i have to say about that alex mm-hmm.
3: uh fives all around Uh, Yeah, there's. Yeah, I I just love Don Bluth animation so much that I can't... Oh, I haven't seen all of his films because they just didn't look interesting and I kind of don't want to because I would rate them lower. (laughs) But uh, yeah, a five. This was okay. Good attempt. A for effort.
0: (laughs) All right. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial
1: centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash
0: talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: Now it's time for our crossover oh, topic, which is what? Uh, oh, wait, well, what? Uh,
0: just one honorable mention before that. Uh, oh. oh yeah, so just one, one of the random voices as is is like credit is like human number two in this is a guy named Roy Conrad Um, but I just wanted to bring it up because he is responsible for what might be my favorite um, video game performance ever uh, as Band in full throttle Um, just being an absolute badass like (laughs) um, I still gotta play that game yeah like it, it, it's it's actually not too far from what Kevin Conroy would go on to do with Batman. Um, mm. It's kind of this gravelly um, voice, but it, it's just so cool. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, but but uh, anyway, our crossover topic was our
2: wait, Scott. But I'm disappointed because you always said your ve- your favorite video game performance is when I beat Glass Joe in under a minute. <laughs> yeah,
3: blindfolded. That's phenomenal. <laughs> wah, 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 wah.
2: Oh, Dude,
3: my kids started Yay! playing Super Punch Out. He's like, "Dad, this game is too
0: hard." I'm like, "You got beat by Gabby J. Gabby J. Yay! <laughs> oh my god, wasn't Gabby J's like let only him win live against? It down. Isn't Gabby J's only win against Class Joe? Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then and then lure. Wait till they get to vodka drunkinsky. <laughs> um so is, I, right, it's crossover. I anyways, alright I'll cross over I top five refugees and uh, my number five but you don't have to live like a refugee is uh, Lauren Hill anyway thank you. which one's Lauren Hill uh, was, she's a Fuji she's a Fuji how's that was, uh, oh anyway <laughs> you me with the reference. Actually, thank you, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, you didn't you did give me a pity laugh, but at least you got it. <laughs> um, well, my actual number five is uh, from a movie called Dirty Pretty Things. Um, it's... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Amelie again. Yeah, uh, speaking, and, uh, speaking of and Amelie. And they are they're both refugees. And, uh, they get into some shit in uh, London. And that's uh, yeah, worth watch, so that's my number
2: five. All right, nice. My number five is a cheat, but they he's he's called a refugee in the movie, and that'll be Daniel Larusso. He's a refugee from <laughs> from Rosita, no, from, no, from Res- Fresno.
3: Oh yeah, from Fresno.
2: Because the Karate from the in Karate Kid two, it's Karate Kid two actually when he's Miyagi's building the. The little house in his backyard, and he asked who it was for, and he says a refugee, and it's for Daniel, because he does have to go with his mom <laughs> to Fresno. So there it is. <laughs> Daniel Russo from Cry to Kid 2. Alex! There it is. Number five. Uh,
3: my number five is the Thundercats.
2: Ho! Thund- ho! thunder.
3: Yeah, they, they went into cryosleep or whatever because their planet was war-torn and destroyed, and they landed somewhere else. And they were the Thundercats we have top
0: five 80s cartoon theme songs because that would be okay. Mm-hmm. hair caught in door <laughs> it's a uh, Linos uh, inner monologue there yeah uh, <laughs>
2: all right Scott number four um, yeah. number
0: four is uh a little more sci-fi uh District 9 the uh the refugees uh, yeah. outside of Joburg <laughs> whatever the hell they call it, the movie? Yeah, uh, in South Africa, um, the uh, the aliens. What do they call the aliens? The... Prawns. I mean, fucking prawns. I mean, but... derogatory. Yeah. But but... Was it was there like an official? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, well, Chris was Chris, Christopher Johnson, right? Or whatever. Yeah. Know, okay. But yeah, so uh, District Nine. There's a lot, a lot of do refugees.
2: Thank God that sequel never came out. Remember there was always rumors. Yeah, there's insane. Anyway. Yeah. It was Elysium What's the sequel. Oof. Yeah. Alright. My number four. I think my top four are big ones here. Number four, I'm gonna go with one Daenerys Targaryen. She's Ooh. uh, you know. She's a over witch. there Over there. And Esos. <laughs>
3: <friend. laughs> uh enough
2: said. She eventually comes home, but uh. We won't talk about those those seasons. Uh, yeah, Daenerys Targaryen hiding out in Essos from her home of, of Westeros. Alex, number four. Uh, my number four is
3: <laughs> the Transformers. <laughs> they also fled their war-torn the planet of Cybertron, <laughs> yeah. and they crash-landed on Earth. But unfortunately, they brought the war with them with the Decepticons. More than meets the
0: eye. Again. <laughs> Five, burr, burr, burr. Mm-hmm.
2: if we were to do top five sci-fi sound effects that would be right there with the oh, lightsaber geez, okay.
3: yeah lightsaber and uh proton packs from
2: ghostbusters yeah, that's true that's iron man uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. a bunch of michael winslow's up in this podcast <laughs> <So. laughs> So hey, let's not blow our load on this one. Let's Scott. Yeah, do that another time. Uh, Scott number
0: three. Uh, number three is uh, I didn't love the movie, pun intended. Uh, but Thor: mm-hmm. Love and Thunder, the uh, the Asgardians uh, yeah. are, are refugees now on Earth uh, as they finish up in, in Endgame. Um, so, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, that's good. All right. Uh, my number three is Cal L. Ah, uh, number Superman- one. Superman. All right, well, let you go talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, number three.
3: Uh, my number three is from the animated series Avatar, and that would be Iroh, who got banished from the Land of Fire. It was my favorite character. Technically, wasn't Zuko banished? Also, yeah but iro, you know, chose yeah. to go with him so he it's self-inflicting banishment but he's still a refugee.
0: Yeah. And he's my favorite character, what, what, so suck it. <laughs> what what is the uh, what was the episode that was dedicated to Marco? Uh, I'm not sure. It was, like, it, was, it was a weird episode. <laughs> the gang
2: catches D on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But it was it was yep, the one was where right. he was like mourning his dead son. Oh yeah, it yeah. was a rough episode, in a good way. Mm-hmm. It was... <laughs> yeah, it's got all
2: the feels. Yeah. All right, uh, Scott number two.
0: Uh, my number two, uh, going back to John, John, John Bluth, Don Bluth. Uh, Secret of Nim. Also, I just got the banana stand joke because the blue thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh...
2: I don't care for that joke. <laughs>
0: Uh, but Secret <laughs> of Nim, the uh, the brisbees are, are they need to to flee their home uh, and get the rats to help them move it. But uh,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. I don't remember that at all. That yeah. So. this just, just movie, Cinderblock. It's easy. <laughs> um, all right. My number two is Princess Leia. One uh, of the last yeah. few survivors of her home planet of Alderaan. Yep. So, there it is. I mean, I went Star Wars. I could have gone with Anakin and Padme pretending to be refugees as they went to Naboo, but I didn't. I went with the real refugee, Mm -hmm. the real refugee, their daughter, the one they they made her when they were (laughs) pretending to be Mm -hmm. refugees Mm -hmm. on Naboo. All right, there you go, Alex. Number two.
3: Uh, My number two is from Hitchhiker's Guide Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Arthur Dent. Earth Earth Gates uh, demolished for an interstellar highway, <laughs> and he's one of uh, two survivors, two humans that
2: survived. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, great book, great trilogy. All right, Scott number one.
0: Uh, number one is Casablanca. We we did this it feels like recently, but I guess it's been a little while. Yeah, it's been like two years now. <laughs> uh, we saw a different
2: bogey recently.
0: <laughs> uh but uh, yeah lots of uh, people <laughs> coming through old casablanca uh, mm-hmm. and uh, good old rick um saves a couple of them at the end so. that's my number one all
2: right uh my number two is the entire battlestar galactica fleet they are the remaining survivors of Earth, very similar to what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, all of them searching for a new home, searching for new Earth, which is except a lot of what we just talked about. But there it is, Alex, number one,
3: number one, Cal L, uh, Earth's mightiest hero, and he was from planet Krypton. He lives in Kansas.
2: Yep you got to say it like Marlon Brando. Cryptid.
3: <laughs> My boy, I'm going to send you to Earth. got to go to Earth.
0: Gonna, gonna they will fall be behind me. you. You have to lead them to a better life. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying. You could have been a contender. <laughs> Instead, <you're> a reporter. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Stella. Oh, that'll <laughs> t- that'll be 10 million dollars please <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh
2: all right any honorable mentions
1: uh
2: nope this is right. surprisingly tough <laughs> yeah well it feels like we did it as usual Scott did it a little bit different uh his is more movies hmm. that dealt with it as opposed to the actual characters right but I think we we're pretty on point there yeah so it was pretty good. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mentioned some. Uh, all right, you did. It's time for Alex knows sports. I'm
3: Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. So baseball's weird. weird. Uh, you can strike out and still end up at third base.
0: You can end up at home. <laughs> see, and you strike out technically, and wind up and scoring from. All of... Yeah, ahead. so I've.
3: Yeah, I've actually never seen this, but. From the Arizona Diamondbacks, Corbin Carroll was at bat, and he he didn't well he whiffed it, but it was close. But the ball after he swung hit the dirt, hit the catcher's mitt, and then it flew off. So as soon as he spotted that, he just burst running to first base, and it was a wild throw to first. So that led him. His uh, there was another man on the base, so he came home, and uh, Corbin Carroll ended up on third, which was crazy. Like I'd never even seen anything like that, or even heard of
0: it. It's it's pretty rare. Like it's yeah, pretty rare. I can imagine. It's, it's fairly rare. It's that... Rare in the
2: big leagues. <laughs> Watch a little league game; yeah, it's not yeah. that rare. <laughs> it's,
0: it's it's fairly rare that a guy makes it to first when that happens. Like, let alone all the way to third base, like. People have to really fuck up,
3: like, <laughs> mm-hmm. for, the, for that to happen.
0: But, yeah, the replay is
3: on, of course, on ESPN, and they do, like, a slow-mo shot of the pitch. And it's just great. It's, yeah, it's like one in a million chance. All the stars had to align for Corbin to get all the way to third, on that one.
2: Before these sports, I think Scott and I have a gripe about our Angels. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: We have no famous celebrities that go to Angel Games. We're not like Dodger Stadium. We're not like Laker Games. We're not the Mets or yeah, the Mets or the Yankees or the Knicks. No, Mm -hmm. yeah, last night's game, Gwen Stefani and her husband happened to be at the game. She's from Anaheim. She's a local girl. Do like a pre-show thing? I have no idea. But she's pretty much Anaheim's biggest celebrity we have right now. I don't know. <laughs> a, the goddamn announcers were talking about her. They were showing her in the press box. Or not the press box. Her suite. And they were showing the game. The entire game. And it was fucking ridiculous. And then Otani it's another home run. Like, no doubt about it. Don't speak. <laughs> I mean, oh, it was fucking ridiculous. I don't uh, shoot
3: myself. I wish the guy with Sublime was still alive. okay yeah because then it would be him at our angel
2: games
1: oh
2: is he from long beach yeah no, he lived games. in garden grove he went to garden grove isn't he from long beach no he lived in garden grove oh okay I thought yeah I was long
3: beach. maybe he moved sure, there you know later in life but he was in garden grove the way he had the song Garden
2: Grove Garbage Grove but he said he took the trip to Garden Grove he didn't say he lived in Garden
0: Grove the his mom lived in Garden Grove the, the name of the song was not <laughs> Garden Grove it was Garbage Grove but it was about Garden Grove which <laughs> I can relate to hey
3: well then fine next time I'll go to an Angel game so there's you know people can ease off on no celebrities I, I did never
0: since, since we're talking about Survivor <laughs> quick.
3: the, the, the Shot First podcast
0: sitting in our players' mouth. <laughs> so they what, what song is it that he's talking about all the riots? Uh. Riots uh, Yeah, I
2: think Oh, yeah. At, what, I at
0: one point, he says Fountain Valley. I'm like, what? Maybe he just wishes there was a riot there. I, I'm like, I could see other places where there might be riots in Orange County, and Fountain Valley is not one of them. Like... Yeah. But, uh, Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> Irvine, California. <Yeah. laughs>
2: oh, no. Uh, anyway, born in anyway. Long Beach, California. California. Yeah, but he's from Garden Grove. <laughs> okay, but he's driven through Garden Grove. Yeah, so technically, he's <laughs> he's
0: been, he's been driven on the twenty two freeway, Jeff.
2: <laughs> I'm sure. He, well, he did he did take a trip to Garden Grove along yeah. the Garden Grove freeway. So yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, that's how you'd get here from Long Beach. It's the only way. Long Get your forty ounces of freedom. Anyway, right, fine. it's time real for big, real big fish should go to an angel game. Come on, the, there you go. The ska, all the ska bands are around here. <laughs> yeah, it's time for new news. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Which I guess Sublime was a ska band too. So I guess just oh, right. anyway, go ahead.
0: Uh, talk about Safe Ferris if we want to. <laughs> Let's not. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, we're running long here. Uh, I just want to talk about because I don't think this had gone into effect as of the pod- podcast last week, but the SAG-AFTRA um, strike is now in effect to go along with the the writer's strike. Oh, sounds yeah. like
2: a movie term. The SAG-AFTRA has gone SAG-AFTRA into effect. Yeah, oh,
0: shit. Um, it was like a kind of a big deal that the actors for Oppenheimer basically walked out of the movie premiere, like right, right, right in the yeah. middle of it. Once the strike was called, uh, which you know, good on them. Like they're all huge movie stars, so like <laughs> they'll be fine one way or the other. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's um, still cool of them to, to show that kind of like solidarity. But um, yeah, so now that we've got both these things going. Uh, you need the, the the directors to make this the trifecta, I guess. Uh, yeah. They almost they almost went on strike, or I mean, I don't know how close they actually were, but it was it was being talked about. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe now they will. Um, But I did read a crazy thing today about, uh, I don't know if this is true, but um, it it sounds plausible that if, like, the 10 highest paid studio execs, like, I don't know if it was combined or each, but uh, they basically took a 2% cut in their salary, they could basically cover everything that's being asked for. Like, (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah. at least for sag After. Yeah, I don't know about the writers but um, yeah probably <laughs> one of the writers too yeah probably everybody yeah, yeah. and they could probably solve Word Hungro too like <laughs> but it, it's just like Jesus like how much money like and that, that's like I can't imagine that that's even part of the bargaining by the way like there's no executive that's like well like if we all come back on our salaries like <laughs> of course not
2: yeah um so. It's from uh, History of the World, Part One. Should we give to the needy? Should we help the poor? How do we vote? Fuck, fuck the poor. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh... yeah. It's you know what I heard history, that's more disturbing, like, Scott? What? You know what I heard? It's more disturbing. So, like the writer strike, right? So when that happened, you know, nothing was nothing new. No new stuff was being written. You couldn't improvise, so they're saying like Ryan Reynolds couldn't improvise on set because he's a member of the Writers Guild or whatever. But they were still making some stuff, and then the actors okay, now they can't do that, which obviously means all we're going to get is more reality TV, which really sucks. But Ugh,
0: yeah, that takes writers like, too.
2: What are <laughs> yeah, hey mm. um? one of the few shows that's still going on is House of Dragons. Because they're all like European actors, and they're not part British. of this, they're not part of this union or whatever. Yeah. And then the showrunners are like, "Well, oh, we already wrote it, so we're stepping back, so they're not doing anything." And this scares the living crap out of me. So, like you, have good. To- we might we'll get the show, and it's not going to be like delayed. But at the same time, I'm a little scared of what's going to happen.
0: You've already heard of like a couple <laughs> movies where they're basically on hold just in case they need rewrites, like <laughs> where they're like mostly done, but. There could be rewrites, yeah. so they're they're kind of in a holding pattern.
2: Yeah, I don't know if people remember that last big writer strike. And some of your favorite s- seasons of your favorite yeah. shows turned to crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, or there was hiatus
0: so they never came back. Or yeah, yeah, like, yep. was, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's that they didn't even it was, survive. It was stressful so. for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-huh. But
2: uh, I was uh, sorry. One one other thing, uh, I used to listen to the Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin podcasts. The Batman on batman or i think it's changed his name anyway mark bernard he's a writer I don't know if you guys know him but he's a writer and uh he has been picketing you know he goes out like i don't know if it's every day but almost every day and he's out there with the people picketing because he's a low he's a writer with kevin smith but he's not kevin smith right he doesn't have that money he's a, he's a loyal man he's out there as soon as the actors struck struck all the writers are like well It's the last time we're going to be the most good looking people on this picket (laughs) line. Oh, look. Here comes Brad Pitt and Jennifer Lawrence. And here's all these jokes. Yeah. Maybe we'll get more attention now. Yeah. Uh, I I was reading. I just wish the editors would go on strike. Because then nothing would get made. You couldn't even get reality shows if the editors were on strike. All right, I'm
3: going on strike. (laughs) do see. (laughs) Gaffer Strike. Yeah. Oh Jesus! If the best boys go, oh. we're <laughs> fucked. Uh,
0: <laughs> key grips, yeah. Key grips are shit. Uh, I was reading today that so so it actually happened. I think I think it was out in front of Universal, but they basically trimmed all the trees where they were picketing, like so that there was no foliage left, so that they would give no shade. Um, wow. I don't I don't know like uh-huh. if this was done because of that it's highly coincidental
3: that this is happening uh, again. Yeah, some, some no, people it's a scumbag move that I believe yeah, so, I fully believe this like, yeah, would have done something
0: that like, Mr. Burns would do but, like mm-hmm. the I, some people were saying again I don't know if this is true like that what they did is against like the city like ordinances like they don't own like Universal doesn't own those trees those are like like they're yeah, on the street, yeah, trees. yeah. So they might have to be like pay a fine or something like that because they fucked up the trees because uh, they weren't supposed to be pruned like that for like in the middle of summer. So, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, I, I hope everything gets resolved soon. Like, you see all the stuff coming from Iger, he's just wildly out of touch. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's upsetting yeah. to me that they're asking for more money, like, really, dude. <laughs> right. As he it's wipes his laundry. ass with a lobster.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, you heard me. This Michael. is how to use the three lobsters.
2: No, it's true. Like <laughs> he's yeah, he's one of those guys making like forty million dollars a year. The guy they let go at Disney who sucked, he still got severance of like thirty million, whatever, twenty or thirty. Oh, no, whatever I mean, mean, will I do? They are very high stand. stress. These CEOs have have very high stressful jobs, and they make big decisions. They they need they should get money, but like it, it shouldn't be that big of a it difference. Be like four
0: times like.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it's more than 400 times it's fucking ridiculous yeah. Yeah.
3: you know uh, I could do that job with zero stress
0: <laughs> I was just cool uh, as a cucumber just, I was just uh, just, <sighs> just just pull the like <laughs> well, what, would, I know. what would you do and it yeah
2: but it's kind of true that like okay the stress is if you make a bad decision you're gonna get fired and land on your lo- your golden yeah. parachute right <laughs> oh, like no. as opposed to <laughs> I can't feed my kids like there's different types mm-hmm. of stress and, oh yeah yeah, it's it's bad, and like some of these things are fighting for is just like, they're the streaming like people used to get oh whatever we're not gonna get into it now but I know it's just yeah. the streaming has AI caused a big the thing. thing as far mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. yeah and AI yeah reason likenesses and I heard like some extras like they film them once and now they never have to pay them again they just CGI their faces on yeah. big piles yeah. so oh, that
0: like comment on that it was like fuck yeah we're striking yeah, <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. like. Whatever. Anyway, so that's it for me. Um, Just fun stuff. Yeah, uh, Alex, anything you want to go over?
3: Uh, yeah. Do you guys? Uh, did you? Do you guys remember Joe Schmo?
0: Yes. Might as well remember the, loving Joe Schmo. I
2: do. Actually. The uh, the the what's his face is the Ralph, Ralph Garman. Kevin, yeah, Kevin Smith's other friends show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ralph Garman, where the whole reality show
3: was fake, except for one guy that thought it was real. Well son of a bitch somebody has done it again except this one is called jury duty yeah,
0: I've nope, seen this yeah. One. no there's no
3: weasel and I you know I saw the whole thing it's only like eight episodes. it is fantastic. it is so fucking hilarious uh, it's no it's no secret that James Marsden plays himself <laughs> so good along with everybody else so this guy thinks that he's on a documentary to show people what it's like to be on a jury and of course he's the only you know actual person there thinking that he's going to be selected for a jury and everybody else is an actor like the entire time is
0: that what happens yeah (laughs)
3: all these ridiculous situations and everything so fucking good so i highly recommend that show it's great and it's very heartwarming at the end so there you go it's got a happy ending okay
2: yeah, I will say. Uh, Laura watched it, and I watched. I came in and out and watched a little bit of it, and it was it looked interesting, it looked fun. And yeah, at the end, this person was a good dude, which I really liked. Like, he yeah, yeah, I he
3: thought. was always trying to help and everything. Even with the ridiculous, like crazy situations, he's like, "What the hell is going on? Is this really jury duty?" Yeah, <laughs> like there were so many times where he was so close <laughs> to to like having an inkling of what was yeah, going the, on. <laughs>
0: the only thing, I, the only clip from it I've seen was like. There was, like, the old lady who, like, kept falling asleep and, like, and, like, the, the judge was, like, yeah. telling him, like, you're the foreman. You need to take care of her. Like, it was, I'm like, what? They can't be real. And I'm like, I'm, like yeah, oh, okay, nope. yeah, yeah, oh, Yeah, that was great.
3: It's like, I am awake. <laughs> She'd always be so mad. <laughs> but, yeah, I highly recommend it. Okay. And uh, another thing is, like, sorry, Jeff. I know Jeff has been talking nonstop. About this fucking thing, but uh, Record of Ragnarok, the anime, is back on Netflix. New episodes. <laughs> With new episodes, are you caught up, Scott?
0: No, no, I still
3: need to. Oh shit! You still patch. haven't seen the Jack the Ripper uh, Hercules fight? No, I finished fight? up that. Oh, okay. Then that's the last one. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Because then the next one is like Buddha versus this other guy.
0: I think that's. I think that's what's on now, though. It's like they actually did yeah. that.
3: Yeah, that's that's the new stuff. That's oh, on oh, oh,
0: oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think I missed like an episode before that though. Like, I don't think I finished out like the. It was like a filler episode or something that I missed before that. Yeah, uh, yeah. All the but all there the, you go. The, the weird Shin stuff. I... <laughs> yeah. uh,
3: I I'm not through that entire fight yet. There's some pretty big twists and turns. <laughs> it continues to be. Oh a really no, cool, no, because there was there was
0: the there's the sumo wrestler versus uh Shiva or whatever. Oh damn I almost forgot about that. You're right. Yeah that, yeah, like, right. Like yeah, that I, was I haven't like I, I think I watched like the start of that so Oh okay. Well then there you can finish that one. So I'm saying I'm not cut up. And...
3: Okay, well then alright then catch <laughs> up we don't have to... Jeff
0: knows all about this I yeah, don't have to... Yeah I
3: know he's way caught up. I think he's reading the manga too. hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> I read. Anything else Alex? Uh Yeah, libraries are amazing, because speaking of manga, they have uh, like a fairly good selection of uh, rated-R manga, not for kids, and they have <laughs> well, large pre- stickers. You
1: could
0: argue that pretty much all manga is not for kids.
3: No, there's like Pokemon stuff, and yeah. the, my boys like to check out the Splatoon manga oh, that they have okay. out
1: there. I guess yeah. Splatoon, too. A-
3: yeah, but they have another uh, section for you know adult or grown up uh, graphic novels, and there's a big, a sizable manga one. And I'm reading Gantz. Oh, right now. That's weird and uh, yeah, it's pretty fucked up, I but, I but it's, it's really good.
0: Like an two, it's, yeah, it's yeah, there's uh,
3: the the uh, <laughs> movie on Netflix called Gantz Zero. That one's okay. It's different from the manga, so you won't spoil any, anything really by watching that one.
1: Okay.
3: But that's it. That's
0: all I got. All right. That was a lot.
2: Uh, yeah, Jeff. Anything
0: you want to go
2: over? Oh yeah. So are, are you guys watching um, the Marvel show?
0: I watched the first episode. I need to. I think uh, I went Yeah, I one.
2: haven't seen it yet. Yeah, same. Yeah. I'm not hearing good things, and I've only watched the first one as well. Um, uh, Secret Invasion. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Secret Invasion. Uh, but what I have, Warren, I did start watching, which everyone's talking about, is The Bear. You guys watched that I did one?
0: I watched the first season of that and really liked it.
2: Yeah, okay, so we're like halfway through the first season. So far, we're really liking it. It's about a guy with a restaurant in Chicago and stuff, uh, the, so the, I recommend the, it.
0: The guy that plays... So it's not actually his cousin. The but He calls him Cuz. Um, yeah. Eben... He's got a weird name in real life. Eben something, like... Eben Flo. <laughs> Eben <Flo-iest. Yeah. laughs> uh, Like Eben Flo. Like, that guy should have, like, fucking won something for that have been nominated because that guy's so good in that show. Uh, but, yeah, did... did yeah, and or. Is he on that, too? He, he, yeah. he was also in uh, the first season of Punisher. Oh, uh, yeah. Evan Moss, the Yeah. So you're halfway through, Jeff. Did you get to the, the kids' party episode?
2: Yes. <laughs> that, that was pretty was funny.
0: One of the funniest fucking things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: that was good that might have been the last one we watched I don't know but yeah we definitely did so, that so
0: like it was, it was not, not funny but like when the the one guy is like sleeping on the couch and they're all just like I just want to beat the shit out of him he's like a fucking nut. like I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know why <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway yeah Bear's yeah, good. good yeah really
2: good I, I almost stopped because sometimes Laurel like we want to watch this and I'm like eh, I'll watch an episode or two and then I determine whether like I'm in or out and it was so frantic, and I was getting stressed no, it out watching the, show the first the episode yeah. there, like, watching it, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I'm not having fun watching this, but I kind of care what's going to happen, so I gave it a couple more, and then I got either it slowed down, or I just got used to the pace and the stress of it, and really liking it. Uh, we haven't gotten back to it just because of life, and then also Angel Games have gone long the last couple of nights, so we were watching that, too. Wow, Gwen's but, the funny Yeah. yeah. When,
1: I
0: mean, Jeff celebrates her entire
1: uh, catalog, so... <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, no doubt. Uh, uh yeah. Anything else, Jeff? I'm trying to. Th- yeah, nah. I guess I'm looking forward to Ahsoka, but not really. And that's it. All right. Yeah, I did. I didn't realize.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think we might talk this before. I didn't realize Mary Elizabeth Winstead was in it. Uh, so I'm
2: in. Me either. I don't know. I don't know who that is. That is. I know the name, but I couldn't tell you who it is.
0: Oh, she's the the Twi'lek? pilot i guess i don't know i'm not i'm not familiar with the
2: animated oh uh sabine no not sabine uh Hera. hara 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 i guess if she's the pilot twilight then yeah i mean she has a pilot, she's Rebel, Gossels,
0: so... so i'm assuming she's a pilot
2: yeah i think i think she's Hera. i watched rebels the first few seasons now that one is better anyway yeah. anyway elizabeth wasn't she like the didn't she play like uh She's in the abyss, and then Robin and Prince of Thieves. No, that's Mary Elizabeth Masteron. Never yes, mind, that's Tony. a good girl. <laughs> the, uh, she
0: she was the uh, the cheerleader that they leave behind in Death Proof.
2: Oh, okay,
0: okay. But she's okay, also okay. most that? famously is Ramona Flowers. So,
3: oh, okay. What's that? Scott Pilgrim versus the World.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh. Y- your favorite movie, Jeff.
2: Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: (laughs) Would it help if I
3: got out and
2: pushed?
0: Podcasts. Podcasts never change.
2: We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.